Hey, welcome back to the Team Builder Show. Today, it is my privilege to talk to Liz and Jeff Johnson. Their team up in Toronto had a monster 2021, 251 closed transactions, $254 million in volume. So you can probably figure out their average sales price. And they've got 22 agents and nine teammates on their business team. Today, what I wanna unpack is what they built, why they built it, where did they first start, and what does it look like today, and then what is the future of real estate teams? So if you are new to real estate, if you've been selling houses for 25 years, and you're like, should I hire an assistant? Should I you know, delve into this whole team thing? This wonderful couple are gonna unpack from a super fun way how they built it so you can R&D it, and maybe, just maybe, if you decide to, do the same. So Liz and Jeff, welcome to the show. Thanks Thank for having you. us, Tom. Of course. Now I do notice as if you're only listening to the audio, you got to make sure you go to YouTube because I see all the flowers everywhere, including the flowers that my wife and I sent. So happy unbirthday again, Liz. Congratulations. Thank you very much. So I want to start at the very beginning. Who got into real estate first? So I did. In uh, in Canada, you had to take three three courses and then you got your license. So when I was doing my first course, I bought Liz her, no, when I was doing my second course, I bought Liz her first course and Liz is a 99S. So, um, she took two years to get her license. <laughs> I said, you know what? You'd be better at this than I would. Yes. And on our wedding night, I said, we can't buy beige carpeting cause there'd be crap stains all over the place from her dragging her rear end. Cause you know, she's 99S. <laughs> Oh, and and you're still married for 23 years. Congratulations. Yes. So so Liz, besides having a really great sense of humor, what, what was else? it that caused you to go work with Jeff? What were you what were you both doing before? So uh, Jeff was a subway franchisee. So yes. He had uh, previously he had sub subways sandwiches. Um, I had a business center, it was an executive center where I rented out office space and that like a Regis. Yeah, yeah, like a Regis. And um, so I had I had staffed that and it was running pretty well on its own. So I was helping Jeff more with real estate, even though I wasn't licensed. Sure. All the admin administrative stuff and all that sort of thing. So then I started to just decide to get licensed licensed. And once I got licensed, I did a lot more real estate than my other business, so I ended up selling it and just getting in full time. She waited to the absolute last second. Our firstborn was just about to pop yeah. out, and then she passed her last test. Yeah. The absolute last second. I because the the visual of and then she passed her last <laughs> test. Okay, that's I was like, yeah. where's he going with this, Jeff? I'm paying attention <laughs> to the body language. Yes, so exactly. so there's so much there to unpack. Do do you believe, I mean, with this monster team that you two have built, do you think that having multiple Subway sandwiches, I think it was like Ford, Jeff, that you own franchises and Liz, your former business, did that help? Did that hurt in, in building what you've ultimately built? I think it helped in a lot of ways from the entrepreneurial part of it. Like we, we've been used to being self-sufficient and having to work um, for everything. So we, we haven't relied on salaries or anything like that all our lives pretty much. Sure. So I think from that aspect, it helped. Um, I think for me, um, systems from Subway, mm -hmm. yeah. just, you know, again, I was 19, it was my MBA. Yeah. 
Um, that was between 1995 when a lot of people were getting golden handshakes with that whole, you, I think you guys went through it in the States, yep. but that was our biggest real estate downturn between 1995. Right. And um, so I, I always looked at things as systems and I always looked at somebody else can do it better than me. So I'm always yeah. looking to replace myself. And so I think that gave me the foundation. Jeff, for as long as I've known you, that phrase, I've always been looking for someone to replace me would be the perfect way to describe you. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, so yeah. I, I see that as clear as day. Um, Liz, quick power rules for the person listening right now who's thinking about or is already working with their spouse in the business. What are the do's and don'ts? What have you found to be effective before we get into the unpacking of the whole building of the business? I think how it worked for us, and I, I don't know that we did this like premeditated it or anything. I think it just happened is that because we're opposite disc. So anyone who knows disc, I'm an, an uh, SC and Jeff's a, a DI. Yes. So um, naturally I was just much better at listings because yes. he would try to do listings and come home with no taxes, missing initials, like, cause <laughs> he, he just talked the whole time and, and missed everything. Yeah. So, he, but he was great with buyers. He was yes. great taking buyers out and, and developing that relationship. So we just naturally, um, I did listings, he did buyers. So from the beginning, we worked together, but separately. Yes. And then that just sort of morphed because like I said, because we have opposite personality styles, it sort of morphed to now fast forward all these years later, I'm a natural in, if you know, yes, I'm a natural integrator. He's yep. a natural visionary. So we've yep. always had our own lanes. Yes. I think that's not that they don't cross over every once in a while. Of course they do. And every, you know, with. and everybody fights it happens. You, right. you disagree about things, but I think more importantly, we're not m monkeying around in each other's um, lanes. We, we stick to what we know. Okay. But I know Jeff well enough to know that anyone else that has a lane, he has an opinion about their lane. So <laughs> is that a fair statement, Jeff? I mean, I'm a D I understand. I've got an opinion, right? That so I, uh, my, our, our, one of our first assistants typed this thing to put above my desk. Jeff would like it immediately, if not sooner. Yeah. Yes. Because that's just the way I want. Seriously. So that's where, again, Liz has the process and yes. I want it. I want it. I want it quick. I done to me is better than perfect. Liz wants perfection all the time. But yeah. again, that, that has helped that there, yes. there's a lot of things yeah. that she catches my blind spot. And because yeah. we have ultimate respect for each other, she can tell me stuff. I probably coach or direct more than she does to me, sure. but I'm, I'm open to it. But I, I naturally, like I try to always say to Liz, I can't look at my picture. I can look at you because you're not in picture, but if I'm in the picture on the wall, can't yeah. evaluate myself. So you got to give me the feedback because I can yes. take it. I just need to know, you know, uh, because again, I think the, the fairest statement that we have a lot of staff is that Liz said, you'd never say that you would never be that direct to, yes. you know, and it's true because I love her and it, she, it's coming from a place of not, you know, we're going to this destination together. Right. Yes. So, um, we've been together since I was tw 22 and she was 25. I'm now 51. She's 55. Well, he just loves for, getting just, that in just, just, just any say. time he can. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> would you say that it's, it's more keeping things separate? Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. that that's, it's yeah. been, it's just, and, and again, with the listings from being a mom, yep. right. That worked out perfect for her mm -hmm. because she could manage the listings Bingo. around yeah. her, her, her thing. Yeah. And a lot of mothers, I think, struggle with that. If you're doing it solo, yeah. we, we divide and conquer. And I think that worked out great. And by the way, fantastic relationship with our kids because of this mm -hmm. business. This business has been phenomenal. I've, I've really nothing negative to say about yeah. this business, really. 
And, and I think it's fair to say too, I mean, you guys are so uh, well-respected and, and loved in our community and, and there's so many husband and wife teams, you know, husband, husband teams, wife, wife teams, you know, spouses, et cetera. And, and when you, when you look at it, there's, there's just so often, and then we'll get off this, you know, couples thing. It's just so often that they're both the same. And, and you know, yeah. you, you remember my great mentor, Wayne Dyer who said, Hey, if, if you and your spouse are exactly the same, one of you isn't necessary, right? right. Like it's, it's going to get ugly, but when it's in business, it gets yeah. really hard. Any advice Liz for keeping the other person in their lane? I think just reminding them, hey, I got this. This is not your lane. You go do what you're supposed to do and leave me to it. It's I, also, I got this, basically. Yeah, that's um, the, and it's having the faith that they've got it. And again, because it's your spouse, you do have faith. You do, yeah. you, you know yeah. what I mean? And and partnerships in real estate are different than spouses because partnerships always come to an end. The best partnerships is always yeah. when. Yeah. Not if it's going to end, it's when. But if I'm golfing and I've made hundreds of thousands of dollars golfing, Liz is not busting my chops about golfing because she knows that brings in revenue. Yeah. Where if I had a partner and their MO is you have to be in the office all day or you have to be prospecting all day, it's going to have resentment yes. where there's not that resentment, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. The only other thing I would say, it, which I would recommend, although I can't in good conscience say we do it all the time, is a same page meeting. Yeah. Uh, if we if we're, we're scheduled to have a same page meeting once a week, uh, where we where we sit together and go through the business stuff together, so that really helps because then at least we can talk about things and that's an EOS. When yeah. when that happens is really good, yeah. but of course I cause not that to happen because I want to talk about it right now because I want yeah. outcomes today. <laughs> Solve know, the problem, hurry. Yeah, exactly. So Jeff. Liz and I had talked before the show. We weren't sure if we were going to bring this up, but you know, your gambling addiction and the hundreds of thousands of dollars you're making on the golf course. I just had to bring this up. Liz, is this still an issue? No, I'm, I'm playing for the person listening. Just, that's just me being me. All right. So let's get serious. When did you two decide, okay, we've gone as far as we can go, or I don't know what, what you said to each other when you finally said, let's go build a team. When did you decide? And then what were the three to five first couple moves, uh, Liz, over those first few years that gave you the lift, the growth, the scalability, the proof that it was working? So I, I'm not sure that we ever sat down and said, let's build a team. It sort of just started sure. and it started by necessity. So we were, uh, it was just him and I, I was doing listings, he was doing the buyers and it got to a level where we were just, we were not, so we, you know, you get listings, create leads as we all know. Yes. So we'd get sign calls, ad calls, um, those kinds of things. I would, we were just dropping them. We didn't have time to, to do any of them. So they were just getting wasted. So I think that was the first time we thought, you know, we need somebody to just bring on and we'll continue to grow our business, but somebody could really work this this other business and, yeah. and do something with it. So, um, but our first hire, I would say would obviously was an assistant that should mm -hmm. be everybody's first hire, uh, because we were getting to a level where we couldn't sell and do the paperwork and all the other stuff that the great admins out there do. But so, just to interject on that, Liz fought me on the assistant because I think that this is a waste of my, like not a waste of my time. I yeah. feel my time. I've always thought before I was making 150, whatever I'm making an hour. I always thought that there were, I might have had a better purpose, by the way, if that was being with my kids or if that was golfing or something, there was a better purpose than me doing. 
Liz is a control freak. So she had, there was pushing and screaming with the assistant um, for her because she, you know, if the assistant made a mistake on something, my natural thing is to go back and, and coach her through it. Liz's natural thing is, okay, I'm taking that away. Yeah. So then, so the assistant would say every time I, you know, Liz just takes it back instead of the crossing because, because she feels that she's in the customer service business. She doesn't want to have an error on a feature sheet or something. Right. She's grown tremendously in this area. Mm. So, so that would have been our first hire at the admin. So, but Liz, let's unpack that for a second. I, I guarantee there is someone listening right now that's saying, shut up, Jeff. I can relate to Liz more, right? Because yeah. he's right. Nobody could do it better than me. And and in, with your natural personality type, there is an argument that there's some truth in that, that they probably can't do it better than you. And yet you move beyond it. You said necessity. You said, I ran out of time. What was the, what was the impact? What happened in your life? that made you realize I'm running out of time and I got to make a change. I think it was just the, the, you may pro probably a few balls were dropped on my end because I was trying to keep too much going. And that would really, really bother me. A lot of Tom Ferry coaching, drilling it in. Um, I think that was therapy. <laughs> okay. Whatever you want to call it. Um, so I, I think it was just, like I said, out of pure necessity, I just couldn't do it all anymore. Yeah. And when I did get, uh, uh, when, when you truly get a good assistant, mm -hmm. then you, it's like, wow, everything just lifts. And, and when we did finally get, that wasn't the first one, by the mm -hmm. way, but the second assistant we got, he was phenomenal and he just moved everything out of the way. And it was like a uh, breath of fresh air. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so if the admin was the first move, Jeff, what was the next move? What was the next brick that you added or the two of you added that gave you more scaling, more sales, more time with your kids? So I think I, we, we hired about four or five buyer agents, um, right off the hop. And most of my, um, my key hires were people that I got into the business. So, um, like my assistant, because he was a rock star, very happy at $50,000 a year. I see the best in everybody. So I said, Mark, why would you want to work from here when this is possible? Yeah. He liked the salary. He's English. He does not, you know, taking risk is not something that they do. Um, and so, so, you know, and he made like uh, almost 400,000 last year, yeah. right? He's, he's, you know, created a lot of wealth. So. I got him licensed and I hired another assistant, then a assistant golf pro at my golf course. I said, how much are you making? Uh, come work, got his license. Um, personal trainer, lousy personal trainer, great real estate agent. So I, I looked for people that, that could be talent. The problem in Canada is it takes so bloody long Time. to get your licenses, yeah. like right. six months, yeah. right. right? If I was in Florida or Arizona where you can get in two weeks, you can really you can go for those 18 year olds that are hungry at the servers, like what DJ has done, yeah. um, you know, go for those people. But that's, that's been a lot of our, 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 yeah, our just, talent is, is that, and I, again, I don't do things slow. So I hired four or five yes. um, people. Um, my coach said not to hire this husband and wife that we hired many, many years ago. And that was a disaster. So we, 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 yeah, we, we got rid that was our first fires. Um, you know, on our fires, we, we parted ways because they were great people. They're still great people. But again, a husband and wife on a husband and wife team is just different, yeah. different dynamics. Yeah. 
Yeah. A lot, a lot of, a lot of different energy competing against each yeah. other. Yeah. They're phenomenal people. They're just not, not in the team culture. So culture is something I want to talk about and retention is also something I want to talk about. But first, can you describe, so today, if I saw it correctly, there's 22 salespeople on the team and nine in various administrative roles. So, yeah. so unpack. So I think everybody understands the 22, but, but maybe, um, either one of you describe the sales model that your sales team is following. Do they all do buyers? Do they do listings? Do they do, do they do both? Do they have controlled areas that they work price points that they work? Like how does it work if I was on your team? So they have complete, uh, freedom to do everything. We feel like their license, they should be able to do it all. So uh, they, they do buyers, they do sellers, mm -hmm. uh, they don't have geographic restrictions. They, it's completely open. And okay. we, um, we encourage them, you know, three, four legs of the stool. You know, we, we build their past client sphere of influence yep. so that yep. we, we help them build businesses. Um, and we, you, you know, Liz, we have a very good training program, mentoring yes. kind of program. And again, it's, it's always that, that next step that when we hired the sales manager, you have a quantum leap. When we hired the training manager, you have a quantum leap. So it's always kind of baby steps. Um, and again, you know, we can talk about hindsight or stuff later, but certain things I would have done quicker and certain things I probably would never, you know, do again. Well, we're definitely going to unpack that. Break down for me the uh, the nine support staff. What are the what are the roles? You don't have to tell me the names. Just what are their oh, yeah. roles? So we have we have a, an admin that um, that we call a junior admin. They drive around. They do feedback calls. They put up signs. They you know feature sheets. We have a senior admin that handles um, all of our um, all of the tasks and delegates it to the the other men. We have a client care specialist that just calls our past clients and checks in so they she does that every 90 days all for the contest and stuff everyone loves her uh, we have a office manager we have that manages the admin we have the um marketing, marketing manager that was a key hire this marketing coordinator we hired this year and uh three isas and we have sales manager yeah, and we have sales manager and we have sales manager yeah. And so, and training, and training Wow. Okay. So hold on. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. So, so unpack for us. Um, I want to know more about your client care specialist because I think that mm -hmm. probably caught a lot of people's attention. We've seen a lot of great team leaders like the two of you realize that you have this enormous past client list and you just weren't nurturing and loving on them enough. Yeah. Um, so, so, like, what does that person do? What are they accountable to? What, like, what are their rocks? So, so they have punch, punch, jab. So that's two check-in calls. Third is ask for referrals. Mm -hmm. um, everything's done through follow-up boss. So the calls are recorded. The office manager oversees her. She works three days a week. And, um, you, you know, you call her the love ambassador, right? Yeah, we, we, we nicknamed her the love ambassador and we've given her full autonomy to, you know, within reason, obviously we've never really had to give her a budget because she's, she's a very sensible girl. But if she speaks to someone and someone tells her their kids graduating, she sends flowers, you know, same thing with it, you know, if they've lost of a loved one, anything like yeah. that, that we can think of, if she knows they're running a marathon, we try to um sponsor them whatever 
whatever we can do there. But basically she's in charge of just, she's, she uses follow-up boss because we're big follow-up boss people. And she just calls literally through them, just touching base. Is there anything we can help you with? You know, how's everything going? You know, just making you aware of our back to school contest, you know, check it out on thing or whatever, whatever is going on. Yeah. Um, she also calls because we find our agents do not do a good job of this. And we don't meet our clients, as you know, at the closing table. On yes. Because we're fortunate that way. So on closing day, she calls them and says, hey, thinking about you today. I know it's a big day. If you need anything, we're here. Call us. Um, she also organizes pizza for them on moving day. So she organizes all that stuff. So she's literally just her whole job is to make everybody feel hugged and warm and, and fuzzy. Basically. And again, we try to take control out of the agent's hands. These are closing. Yeah. She calls yep. the first day, first week, first month. And then, and then we, they we, just don't do it. They, they don't, they, we, and yeah. we collapse. So she'll get on the agents again through fall boss is a great system where it can come up for the sales manager. If they haven't called their past clients in 90 days, it bangs them so that he can then say, Hey, Tom, you haven't called these five clients. So yeah. again, cause they, for whatever reason, the easiest business, the easiest money in this business, they don't go after it. They'd rather go after the internet lead that could be 18 sure. months out than the yeah. past client. Yeah. It gets amazing to me. Yeah. Right? I, I concur. Okay. So client care specialist or love ambassador, I think you should mm -hmm. get her a business card that says love ambassador. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that the marketing manager or marketing coordinator was a game changer for you. So what, what does this person do and why is it a game changer? Well, we went through a recruiter. So mm -hmm. that was, you know, cost us 12 grand. Yep. And again, that sounds like a lot of money. But, you know, indeed, if you put an indeed ad out, you oh. get hundreds of people that are mechanics applying for a marketing job because right. whatever reason, there, there's something yeah, to that. They just throw the resume. But they throw the resume. I don't yeah. know what the algorithms are, but it's just you get all kinds of people that are just not qualified. Yeah. And this way, I was able to talk to the recruiter. This is what we want. This is what she does. And, uh, and she's been great. Like she does all of the social media. Mm -hmm. um, she's a great person for Jeff because I can give her a very high level thing and she can come back and unpack it like she watches jason's videos Smart. and bang 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 yeah. and that's what i like she she checks that off uh she's a newcomer to canada she's from china so the only thing that that she's lacking which i you know it's no big deal marianne our our, our office manager just has to prove stuff that's yeah. the only minor thing but sure. she is a rock star sure and and so she does all the social media. She, she does, does the videos. She tries to encourage the agents also because that, you know, people love videos like me. Yes. Um, so she's always, you know, encouraging them to do videos and coming up with like writing the content and good ideas. She watches, of course, everybody else's stuff and yes. oh, that's a good idea. We should do that. Um, and she R&Ds. We try to, you know, yeah, we R&D, sure. which again, Mount Ferry community, great, great sharings. Yeah. She got Liz to do a video and I think it had over 10 or 10,000 yeah. views. Like it's amazing. But pushing and screaming for this beautiful woman to do <laughs> video. It's, you know, amazing. But, but she does that and she's been game changer on that stuff. And yes. I'm trying to create everything with the agents, just plug and play, right? Plug and play, right? I'm not reinventing the wheel, right? No. So, you're, um, you're speaking but, my, but you're speaking my love language right there. I mean, that's every, every <laughs> team leader the, knows yeah, this. We, <laughs> and we've tried virtual. We've tried right. all yeah. these things. Right. We had a social media person. It was costing us like $2,500 US a month. It's good, but this is great. When mm -hmm. you have somebody in yes. the office and I can say, okay, Brenda, I'll go over and do a video with you. Yep. Like I just did a video with a team member who's been humming and hawing. I said, you know what? One o'clock on Monday, we're doing the video. 
Yep. So he says, okay, I didn't sleep all weekend, Jeff, but we'll do the video. <laughs> yes. But it's done, right? Like it, where if that was virtual, very, yep. very difficult to do. Yes, yes, I agree. Okay, so your marketing, your marketing coordinator is, it sounds like social video, is this person also handling direct mail, email marketing? Are they doing the whole gamut or somebody else handle yes, all that? She's, she's, uh, she's doing an email campaign actually that we worked on with David mm -hmm. Caldwell um, for all our um, internet leads. Yeah. So it's something that goes weekly to them. So she does that. Uh, she composes that every week and sends it out. We're now working on an email campaign, uh, for recruiting. So she's working on that. So Good. she does our email marketing. Uh, she does our direct mail, but we've kind of got the years calendar thing worked out. So it's, there's not a whole lot to do with that. We've really. always had a marketing calendar, even when yeah. it was just Jeff and Liz. We just got yeah. to use your one. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've used that forever. And then we've all, so she runs the marketing calendar. Um, but, but like I said, it's, 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 I would have had that long ago. There's hesitation for spending money on one of this side. I don't know which side. Um, but for the, it's worth for the it. people that get... are, are listening only, he's pointing yeah. at himself. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. So let's, let's switch gears. You said sales, sales leader versus trainer. And one of the things I know about, you know, your incredible business is you have little to no turnover and, and most sales team leaders in the early days are trying to figure out who's right for them. What's the right onboarding solution. And it sounds like you guys have solved that because your retention is so high. So mm -hmm. what's the sales leader's job? What's the trainer onboarders job? Like just high level, what do they do? And then how have you created this culture where people just stay and they're successful? So, so I'll, I'll tell you high level, all of our team members have 90 day plans every one of them. Yep. And I just work to what you want to do. So if you want to, you know, make $50,000, I don't love that, but I support that. Yeah. Um, you know, because we are a high, high end, high price point. So I can work with that math. Yep. So that's number one. And we just hold them accountable to their goals. Yes. So they feel supported instead of me always having to have the stick and saying the minimum standard in our team is this, this, this. Yeah. We say to you, Tom, you want to write six deals this quarter. This is how many talk to us, this is how many appointments, and this is how many dials you have to do. And then yeah. they buy into it. I also try to work down, okay, so you want to do six. What's their names? Because I'm big on, let's put yeah. put it out there. Yeah. Who's the names that they're going to be? Yep. And if not, okay, so you you have four names, but you want to do six deals. Who's the two missing? I'm going to do this from door knocking. I'm going to do this from open house. Awesome. And then, you know, what's the three skills, five skills you want help on? And what do you want to be held accountable? Just Tom Ferry 90 day plan. We've been doing yeah. that since Jesus was a little boy. Yeah. So, um, so forever. And um, the training manager, we've divided our team into three levels. We have level one that's at a production mm -hmm. level. We take them to breakfast once a month and we had their at first Tuesday of every month. So we had one today and we talked, what's your needs? What are you seeing in the market? Mm -hmm. Where do you need help? And that's Jeff and Liz. That's not the sales manager doing that. And then level two, I, I coach them every other week. I do property tours with them. So I go up, what do you see about this house? What do you, you know, and I teach on something that they, they don't know. The sales manager listens in on that, but does not participate so that they get Jeff time. Yep. And then he holds them accountable to whatever I've taught on. So maybe I'm teaching a new script. Maybe I'm teaching a new door knocking thing. Maybe I'm teaching on a new thing to say to a past client. Like right now we're calling past clients. You know, we're getting a lot of calls 
from from people about the market. I'm just curious, you know, do you have any, do you want to, do you want to talk about anything with us? Right. right? Got any questions? Yeah. The, herd, the herd mentality, right? Yeah. We're going through the interest rate thing, the S's. As soon yeah. as they hear, oh, other people have questions too. And then it opens up. And then they say, Jeff, that was such a good script, but, you know, and it, it gets back. And then the level three is a weekly meeting with the training manager. Because they're new. Because they're new. And she does their their training. She does their their accountabilities and she, you know, teaches them on on things Basics, they don't know. Yeah. And I think another thing that was great about the sales manager, and we'll go back to sales, he doesn't have a real estate license. He was a salesperson. He sold cars, he was in other sales. Do you know what? That's healthy because she he doesn't come into the, our business with this on. Yeah. He's been challenging people about different scripts and different ways to say stuff, which to me was awesome. Cause you're yes. always that, you get that new blood and mm -hmm. it just makes you, you, you know, look at things differently. Is there some gaps because he doesn't know real estate? Of yes, course. but that's where we come in, yep. right? Cause that's not what he's there for. He's not there for the real estate knowledge. Yeah, he's, so, he's complimenting um, the two of your brilliance. So, I mean, that makes, to me, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah, and, he, and he's the middle manager. He has to keep mm -hmm. us, Jeff happy and he has to keep the team happy. Yeah. So, so it's, it's a good, and he's a good guy. He's at 99 I in a mid-level D he's a perfect sales manager for the raw, raw. Yep. He's really, really good. And it's changed, you know, it's changed a lot of our business, but, um, but the level threes, when we divide that, cause I look for gaps and I say, okay, the, these people don't need this stuff. They need different things. So that helps with turnover with, with turnover. The other thing is, is that, um, I believe in your goals, whatever you want to do. Now, I always believe in people more than they believe in themselves. So I'm very good at, at motivating people and helping them, you know, see, see through things. And also I think Liz and I are at the bottom of the pyramid holding everybody out. This is not a Jeff and Liz show. This is a, a show. Yeah. I think a big thing that people have to remember, and we've always remembered this and, and tackled it this way is that we have two clients the way we look at it we've got our clients that we sell and buy houses with but our agents are clients of ours as well yes. so you have to remember they, they they are clients of ours and we provide a lot of lot of service to them i mean we did their t360 thing and one of the things we rated so highly on was because our support that we offer our agents i mean yes. we literally do everything for them we, book their appointments yes. plan map it out their their drive time put up their lockbox, like everything. everything. Do their so, offers, like we do it because right. we just want them to sell. That's yeah. what they want to do and that's what we want them to do. We don't want them to, you know, have to do that. And and the turnover causes you um, less stress. Yeah. But where, you know, where I've dropped the ball is not listening to you sooner about the recruiting because now mm -hmm. I need to recruit more yeah. because of the, the market. And and again, that that's just been a blind spot for me for Liz, and I don't want to speak for you, but she loves the culture and she's always nervous about bringing somebody mm -hmm. not in. But, you know, we want to grow. Like we, we got a five-year yeah. plan of what we want to do. I don't want to retire. I, I love what I do. Liz has maybe different ideas than I do. But, um, but you know, so that was probably why I didn't go gung because she wasn't for it. And then I thought, well, you know, it works and things are great. But but if you get a shift a little bit, like we're going through now, right? if you had more people, right? Because everybody has different hunger levels, yeah. right? You're, 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 you know, they're burnt out through the whole COVID thing. And then they go to burnt out to broke. So I try to remind, like try to keep a flat line. I don't want the ups and downs. And I think we do a decent job at that, which which people appreciate. 
your, I mean, Liz, your retention numbers show it. Mm -hmm. Right. It's that, it's yeah. that care and, you know, perfection and I want it to be right for them. And I think, I think for every team leader listening right now, like that's, you know, these two really exemplify like, Hey, my job as the leader is to remove all the obstacles yeah. that would get in the way so they can just go do what they do best, which is be with buyers and sellers. Yeah. Right? And I think you've you got to stay close with them too. So, I mean, I, obviously as you get bigger and bigger and bigger, it, I'm sure it gets challenging, but we try to, it was definitely pre COVID. We actually, just like our marketing calendar, we had a monthly calendar of a team event once a month. So every, yeah. every month we'd have some type of team event. A lot of it was happy hour for whatever reason that sure. seems to be the most popular one, but uh, we had bowling, like different things. I, I think that really helps too. If you can kind of just have fun together and, yeah. um, know each other personally. Yeah. Like, you know, we've got team members this week that that dog sat for another team member because they were going to a wedding and you like it it's just they're all very close and tight knit and it's yeah. we're fortunate. And like even yeah. with the Vegas, you know, Liz again fought me on oh fought me in the podcast about me fighting him. Um, <laughs> but it's about doing a Vegas trip. The rewards. Yeah. We do a quarter sure. I like to go to Vegas. So yes. it's all about Jack. No. Um but, but we go to Vegas and I said, well, you know what, people new to the team that didn't qualify, we should bring them. And the first Vegas thing we did, she said, it, this was the best thing we ever did because I cannot believe the bonding that yes. these guys had. Yeah. Again, yeah. we didn't go wild in Vegas, we're Canadian, but, but <laughs> you, you know what I mean? But, but she Wait, well, hold on, hold away. on. Jeff, wasn't there a television show called Canadians Gone Wild? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So... Two, two big questions as, as we get near the end and we could have, this, this could be a three hour show. We like, I can't wait. Okay. Sorry. No, Sorry. this is, this is, there's so much to unpack here. So I want to, Liz, looking back, looking back now at 22 and, and nine admin leaders, managers, etc. you know, Jeff playing golf and bringing in hundreds of thousands of dollars, looking back, what were the big iconic moves? Just the first hire is, is a big iconic move for, for me anyway. That was that was the beginning of it all. So that would have to be come into play. Then the next thing would be when we moved out of our brokerage into our own space. Yes. That made a big difference for us. I mean, we were we were sort of busting at the seams and overflowing into the hallway, and I'm sure Leo was happy to the CSGO, but uh, we ended up getting our own office space and it was just great because it was our own home yeah. almost like it just everybody loved it. We got a TV area, a big couch. We watched hockey games there. Um, and then all, we expanded again. We, we had, we had 2,200 on the first floor and now we have 4,500. We have the, the, the whole floor. fifth floor. And, um, and again, build it and they will come. Yeah. But, um, but, but I that, think that, that made a big difference yeah. for everybody. Yeah. So they, you didn't, own, it was our own space. Yeah. Liz, you didn't leave the brokerage. You just no, no, no. grabbed your no, own just, space. Uh, yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. Even with the forever, uh, like Remax Pressions forever, but yeah. we, moved out of the brokerage office where we had rented, I don't know, four or five offices yeah. and we were jammed in there and we tried to use their boardroom, but we were just too big. So when we got our own space and we had our own boardroom and our own training room and whatever, yeah. it just, and our own kitchen, well, you, it just helped. You can do things again. When you talk about culture, today's Tuesday, it's call night. There's yeah. beer and pizza ordered every, yeah. every Tuesday because yeah. that's what, yeah. what, 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 whatever it takes to yes. get them to make the calls, go for it. Yeah. And then we can have pop, we can have beer, we can have Perrier, we can have yeah. all things in our fridge. Yes. Help yourself. Yes. Right? Yes. I love it. Looking back, iconic mistakes. 
probably waiting too long to make decisions or or just take let go of the reins for me. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Not listening to the coach enough. Yeah. And and for me just um I believe in people more than they believe in themselves. And sometimes I should have had some turnover that eventually became turnover like our first assistant should have went way before, years before. Yeah. But I bought into the story because I care about people. And then it just became too much. And then of course I kind of blew up and then it goes goes away, which is not great. And um and I think it's 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 just believing in the process and just going for it, like just burning the boats instead of just, you know, tiptoeing around things. Yeah. I think um and also I think that that we shouldn't have questioned um holding people you know accountable to certain things like knowing the numbers and all this stuff and whole i should have gone on that sooner i should have yeah. gotten on that sooner because that would have helped growth more yeah it's the whole business is math thing that you know we've all we've all learned and people aren't math and you know but like no. the the how many calls to how many you know this to how many appointments yeah. to how many contracts all of that is math and you know mm -hmm. it's the blend right liz between the personality and what they might be going through in the moment and my constant yeah. reminder of if you think it's hard now try it in 120 days when you have no money <laughs> right yeah. Yeah. it's going to be really hard so i know it's hard but let's make the phone calls anyway right yeah. like that's yeah. that's the yeah. tough stuff yeah. okay i want to ask yeah. you both separately jeff i'm i'm you're going first liz i'm saving the best for last so jeff mm -hmm. what's the future look like for the two of you um i think in three years be my goal is thousand units um, and I want to have uh, two expansion kind of offices that I can run the hub out of. And um, I want to do expansion somewhere, some partner with somebody in probably our community, do something in the States, like a, an expansion team down somewhere there, because I like the USD. Um, and um, you down with USD. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> yes, I got you. <laughs> I got you. Okay, so expansion and a thousand units. Liz, what's your vision for the future? What do you want? I is I'm I'm more I'm less about the the um I my biggest thing is I don't want a just a, a agent factory. Yeah. Like so I, I definitely want to maintain that um family environment that we have, but I also want to scale it. So that's yeah. probably gonna be the hardest struggle. Um so I I think maybe expansion teams is what I would be most interested, where you can keep those kind of tight or hubs of groups um, and, and become one, obviously, but I'm not as, I'm less interested in, you know, as many agents and, and transactions as possible. Yeah. Honey, you've had so much growth. I know. Oh, I love you. This <laughs> so, makes me very yeah. happy. I just hope here. for the person listening only, you go and see the giant hug that Liz just got right there. That was, <laughs> that was beautiful. I, yeah. I know you two know him. I've got to get you guys connected more with uh, George Lawton, my client over in, uh, in Arizona with now yeah. like seven, seven teams and, you know, just controls the market and it's just, you know, smart operators like the two of you. All right. Well, listen, you two, this has been awesome. Um, I, you know, I can't wait for the show to go out for the person listening right now. There's so much to unpack here. Uh, if they wanted to reach out and connect with you guys, is it Instagram? Is it email? Is it call 1-800-CANADA? What's the best way? Somebody should own that, by the way. Somebody yeah, exactly. probably owns that. What's the best way for them to connect, Liz? Uh, probably text is great. Or we'll, I can give, give it to us. Cell numbers or four one, mine's 416-471-5945. 
Jeff. Mine is 416-617-2762. Always happy to help. If you guys have any questions, anything you're struggling with, we're always Absolutely. here to help. I believe in playing it forward. Love it. Love it. And you guys have always been so generous. So as we wrap this up for my friend listening right now, a lot to unpack here. I have three pages of notes, so I hope you're doing the same. You'll probably want to listen to this show two or three times. And maybe just maybe there's a friend of yours who these two sound a little bit like, and they might just be able to get tremendous insight from hearing how these two as a couple with their extreme wonderful differences have made this beautiful business and have two great kids that are super successful. Like it's working. So thank you guys both. And thank you so much for listening to this show. Make sure you share it with some friends and we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care.